Hello everyone, Coach V here, and welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. So today, we're going to do some really, really important work on this podcast, and we're going to talk from the topic of stop underestimating yourself. We spend a lot of time disqualifying ourselves for certain things because honestly we just underestimate ourselves we look at the qualifications according to man job descriptions what certain roles and responsibilities are required to fulfill a position or a role within an organization on your job And sometimes we'll look at that and we'll quickly begin to disqualify ourselves. We quickly begin to underestimate what we truly are capable of doing because we're looking at our range of experience, our work experience, our educational background. But don't you know that God can qualify you for things that in the natural, on paper, You may not qualify. Do you know that God can place your name in rooms, put you on the minds of people that have the ability to make those decisions and do the hiring or the promoting when it comes to positions or employment? And so we have to be careful of the fact that Oftentimes, before we even get started, we've already um, counted ourselves out for that thing. But that's a whole nother podcast. So we're going to stick to not underestimating ourselves any longer. So the first thing that normally happens when we begin to, you know, underestimate ourselves or feel as if we don't qualify is... We think that people don't believe in us. And then we start to think that we're not capable, we're not worthy, we're not deserving. We don't have the necessary skills or the skill set that a particular thing may require. We look at that and we automatically are just like, well, that's not for me because, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. I don't have this much uh, experience or any experience in this area. This is nowhere near my um, scope of area of expertise. And sometimes we'll let people talk us out of it. Well, you know, it requires this or you know that it it requires this or, you know, they'll say little things that continue to knock at our confidence. And it's like those are the things that we then believe to justify the thought that we already had about that thing. Well, I already knew I wasn't capable. I already knew I didn't qualify. Now she just, she just justified it. Hmm. The second thing is because we believe we're not capable or not qualified, we don't put in the effort. We don't continue to investigate. We don't ask questions. We don't seek that that firsthand knowledge for ourselves we go off of what somebody else has said what somebody else has told us 
And we have to stop and think about, have they held that position or did they apply for it? And maybe they're a little bit bitter because they didn't get the job. Because the favor that you have may not be the favor that they had. The way that they may have gone about it may not have been in the same way. Or it may be that, you know, they genuinely just didn't qualify. But we have to look at why they then say certain things to us. Is it that they, you know, are harboring some type of resentment or anger and you just don't want to see anybody do well or be promoted or prosper in an area we have to look at why people say things um, to us not take it personal but just sit back and think about that what which was said look at maybe their work ethic are they late all the time Do they call out a lot? Could it be that when they are actually at work that they're not giving their best to even fulfill the role that they have? So we have to consider the source of the the conversation that we're having before we continue down that road of underestimating ourselves. And when we underestimate ourselves, then our perception becomes altered. The way we look at ourselves, it is greatly altered. If you felt that, you know, this is a possibility. I may have a real shot at this. And the more you listen to other people, the more that um, you allow that type of chatter in your ear and in your spirit, you lose motivation and drive. You may decide, well, I'm not going to even apply for it. You know, maybe they're right. I don't qualify for it. There's no way they're going to give it to me because this, this, and this has always happened. That's based on their experience. What could you gain from possibly going through the process? Maybe learn what's required, things, classes that you can take, certifications that you can get, courses that you could complete. Could it be that you maybe could work in another area to gain more experience should there be an opportunity to get extra hours or gain you know the experience that at a later date maybe they'll decide to you know add an additional position in that area we we don't ask those questions we don't start to dig a little deeper we'll start to think that you know no one expects anything great of us so why put forth an effort I got a job I'm doing good we just get satisfied we get complacent And then you just have no expectation for yourself. And then that will lead to frustration. That will lead to bitterness and anger. You'll grow to not like your job or whatever it is that you may be doing because you've continued to underestimate yourself and you've allowed the way others talk to you to justify the underestimation. And so we put nothing behind it. We just give in to what everybody else says about us instead of really going to what God says that we can have, what God has put on the inside of us, the plans that he has for us, the future that he has for us, the things that lie ahead for us. We don't see farther than that day. We, we no longer dream. We no longer 
you know, make big plans. We just keep God in a box. As long as I can keep this job, God, I'm satisfied. If this, you know, when God has so much more, we start that talk, then we get complacent, and then we don't allow God to blow our minds, and we live a mundane life. There's nothing to look forward to. The possibilities of increasing our knowledge, our skill set, that we could be promoted. We could be in a situation that we don't have to do anything, but because we've been faithful to what we have been given, then God knows that he can trust us with more and people will be chasing us down. They'll be looking for us to fill a position. We won't have to go after the position. The position will run after us. All because we are sowing those good seeds. We're not underestimating ourselves, but we're being faithful to the work. We're being faithful to the assignment. We're being faithful to the the job that he has for us in this moment. Storing up knowing that our faithfulness, God will see and he'll reward later on down the road where favor will be chasing us down. But it starts with not underestimating yourself and it starts with being grateful for what you do have in this season and being faithful over it. It's just like a farmer planting the right seeds at the right time. He has to be faithful over that. He has to, you know, till up that fallow ground. He's got to break that ground up and and put the seeds in, water it, make sure it has the the right fertilizer. He's got to go out there and check it, pull up weeds, anything growing around it that that could cause it to die. It's the same thing with what God has given us. We we think of the story of, 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 of the talents and how those who were faithful over it, God was able to trust with more, but those that were selfish, that didn't sow, but decided to keep for themselves, not really give it a genuine effort. They got nothing in return. So if we expect to harvest, if we expect results, it cannot come from a place of us speaking negatively and underestimating ourselves. We can't be concerned about what the world says and allowing the world to estimate us and inflict and and infect us with their negativity because it really is something that they see in themselves, the lack in themselves, the lack of drive and motivation and will to infect us to where we do the same, that we that we subscribe to the philosophy of that misery loves company. So they didn't try and I want to just stick with my friends down here because it's comfortable because if I move up, I may lose these friends and I'll be there by myself. And that's not a good mentality to have because they feel safe and within their safe um their safe space they desire no more because they feel like what they have is better than what they had or what their moms had but we want to be in a position where we are the generational blessings that the curse stops with us that we strive for more so that the generations that come behind us then have that same fire they have that same desire to do greater works than us for the generations to come behind them We want to be that inspiration and that motivation for them to feel empowered to go forth, no matter what man may say, even though man may say that the the, the odds are stacked against us or this is impossible. There is nothing too hard for God. When God is involved in it, nothing is impossible. Everything is possible with him. So our transformative thought for the day 
is I no longer underestimate the power of God in my life. That's a really powerful one. Because when we underestimate ourselves, we're underestimating God. We're telling God that he's not worthy because he created us. He is a part of us just like we are a part of him. We are an extension of him. His DNA is on the inside of us. So when we speak poorly of ourselves, then we're speaking poorly of God. We're saying we don't trust him. We're saying we don't have faith. We're saying we don't believe him. And we don't want to do that. We can't bless and curse out of the same mouth. So here are three things that we can do to get out of that mindset of underestimating ourselves and begin to believe that God can do the impossible and we believe in the power of God in our lives. The first thing is to remember that God has everything that he needs on the inside of you already. He created you that way. He put those things inside of you before you were even a thought to your mother and your father. Before you were created and formed in the womb, he had purpose. He put the the specific gifts that you needed. He put all of that inside of you. And so we're just walking this out day by day to perfect those things that he's already put on the inside of us. So let him develop those gifts. Let him develop those abilities. Let him develop and perfect that which he has put on the inside of you. We can't spend time envying other people's gifts, their abilities, because then that gets us off track and distracted. But let him develop, let him reveal to you what those gifts are, and then let him develop those gifts. A very, very familiar passage of scripture, I just kind of referenced it a few minutes ago, is Philippians 4 and 13, when it says, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Now, I love the amplified version of this scripture. There is so much just in that scripture. That is something that we can recite to ourselves every day. This is an affirmation. This is a great journal prompt. This is something that we can say to ourselves every day. He strengthens and empowers us to fulfill his purpose. So everything that we need He continues to develop. He continues to refine. He continues to perfect. And our sufficiency comes from his sufficiency because we know that his grace is sufficient. So therefore, anything that he puts our hands to, we are ready for anything and we are equal to anything. So there's nothing that is better than us. There's nothing that's less than us but we're equal to anything through him 
because he infuses us with inner strength and confident peace. We can go through the storm. We can go through the refining. We can go through the perfecting. We can go through the burning away of things because he gives us inner strength and confident peace, knowing that he will get the glory out of that which he starts. God is not going to finish anything that he did not start. God is not going to bless anything that he did not start. And so let it start with him. Don't envy what somebody else has and try to make it your own and expect God to put his stamp of approval on it. He will give you the grace. But if it is not something that he put on the inside of you, he is not going to sustain it. And so we've got to be very, very careful with that and allow God to do what he has created us to do in us and through us. James 1 and 17 says, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation or shadow cast by his turning. For he is perfect and never changes. So everything comes from God. He's the creator and he's the sustainer. So it's just what we were talking about a minute ago. Anything that God begins, he will will continue to perfect it and develop it. And not only that, he will sustain it. Because he has that plan already laid out. Because it was his plan to begin with. That's how genius the creator is. And so we've got to know that every good thing that is given and perfect is is, is a perfect gift from God because he's created it so therefore he will sustain it. And so we don't have to worry about trying to come up with things on our own or, or figure out a plan or finagle something because God's got it all planned out for us. He's, he's so strategic and intentional with everything that he does. The second thing is remember whose you are. So when you start to speak negatively to yourself, when you allow the negative words of others to come into your spirit, come into your ear gate, before you start to meditate and let those things, you know, just marinate on the inside of you and change your mind or make you decide you're just going to give up or that you don't qualify. You're just not going through with this. Remember whose you are. Deuteronomy 7 and 9 says, therefore, know without any doubt and understand that the Lord, your God, he is God the faithful God who is keeping his covenant and his steadfast loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love and keep his commandments. You have a faithful God who has promised to keep his commandments, to keep his covenant and do it with a steadfast loving kindness from thousands and thousands of generations to come. We got to remember who we are and never lose sight of that and never lose sight of the promises that he has for us. The same promises that he made Moses, that he made Abraham, that he made Esther, 
that he made Deborah are the same promises that are true to this day. Psalms 59 and 17 tells us to you, O God, my strength, I will sing praises for God is my stronghold, my refuge, my protector, my high tower, the God who shows me steadfast loving kindness. Again, there's that steadfast loving kindness. Remember that we are children of the Most High God. We are kings and priests. We are royalty. He is our protector, our refuge, our high tower. He goes before us. He prepares the way so that there is no struggle or no strain. We don't have to try to figure things out because we have the favor of God. He shares his grace with us. And so we don't ever have to worry about anything that lies ahead because he's going to make sure that everything's taken care of. So we don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has worries of its own. But we remember who we whose we are and know that he will be faithful to make sure that we have everything that we need when we need it. The last thing is to keep doing the work. We have to be faithful to do the work. If it's taking a course, if it's getting a certification, if it's working some extra hours or doing our own research in our personal time, if it's digging deeper into the word of God, increasing our prayer life, our study life, spending more time around other like-minded people, people that are driven, people that, that have that relationship with Christ. Get connected with those people. Do the work. Find a mentor that can help you stay encouraged, stay motivated in achieving those goals. John 8 and 41 says, You are doing the works of your father. We are not illegitimate children. We have one father, God. So as we do the work, we got to remember that we're doing the work of the Lord. There's but one God. That's who we should follow. That's who we should depend on. That's who we should trust. That's who we should rely on. That's who we should have all our faith in. Not in man, because man will disappoint us. Man will lie. Man will let us down. Man will deceive us. But God never will. And when we are in tune, when we're in close relationship with God, he will show us all of those things. He will tell us what we need to do, how we need to do it, where we need to go, when we need to be silent, all of that. But we have to do the work and co-labor with him. This is where we have to remember faith without works is dead. Not only do we have to pray, but then we have to do what God instructs us to do in that prayer time and be faithful to do it to the letter as God has told us. And we will be sure to see the fruits of that work. It may not be when we want it, but in due season, we will reap that harvest. We will see the fruits of our labor. 
1 Corinthians 15 and 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed, continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion in the Lord, is not futile nor wasted. It is never without purpose. Always, always focus on the fact that everything that you're doing, God sees it. In that in due season, you will reap a harvest. Do it to the best of your ability. Sometimes that means even going above and beyond, not because we want our name called, not because we're doing this because we want to get the promotion, not because we want attention, but because we're truly doing the work of the Lord. Knowing that he is well pleased, that anything that we're doing is not wasted, it's not going unseen, because even though man may not see it or man may not recognize it, our motive should be that we want God to be pleased. We should never do anything with the intent of trying to get accolades from people, but to know that we're doing what God has called and commanded us to do. And the last thing um, is 1 Kings 8 and 61, where he says, Therefore, your hearts are to be wholly devoted to the Lord our God, to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments. That should be our priority every day. That should be our focus every day, is to devote everything that we do to the Lord. And walk in his statutes, never underestimating, never judging ourselves, never being so harsh on ourselves, thinking that this is all wasted or for nothing. But do it with gladness and wholeheartedly, with the love of God in our hearts, knowing that he is well pleased and satisfied. We'll grow in confidence. We'll grow in the confidence knowing that God is with us, that he's enabling us to do the things that we're doing, to be able to go above and beyond the call of duty. He's enabling us with that power and that ability. The previous scripture just told us that. So we never again are in a position where we are underestimating the power of God in our lives because we're doing it for his glory. He's building us in confidence. He's building us in knowledge and wisdom. He's affording us the the opportunity to maybe experience things or see things from the other side of the table, from a different perspective so that we will know how things work, the inner workings of things, have better understanding that, that we can be the person in the situation to do things in an integritous way, to do things with honor and dignity. Just excel in what it is that you have. Don't underestimate yourself. Say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That I am the head and not the tail. That I am above and not beneath. That I have just as much right to the things that God has for me as anybody else because of what he's promised me. That as long as I am faithful to what he has called me to do, that he will be pleased and that he will reward me in due season. 
Stop underestimating yourself. Stop underestimating the possibilities of the things that that you can have from God. Stop getting in the way of the blessings and the favor that God may have for you because you're trying to insert your agenda into certain things. That's how we can get messed up sometimes because we, we come up with... That's how things can go amiss. And so we always must focus on what God has called us to do. And to remember that God qualifies those whom he calls. And so we don't have to worry about being qualified for the position or for the new role or for the responsibilities. But trust and know that God will qualify us when it is time, when he feels that we are ready, when he knows that he has put everything that we need to go forth in that, that we won't have to lack in confidence, that we won't have to worry about what other people say or what other people think. But knowing that God has given us everything that we need, that we've continued to do the work because we're reminded of whose we are and why we're doing the things that we do. So let people talk. Let them underestimate you. But in the meantime, do what you know that you can do according to the relationship that you have with God and what he's instructed you to do and be faithful over that and let the fruits of your hard work, the fruits of your intention, your pure motives to please God speak for themselves. I hope this episode has helped you to no longer underestimate yourself and no longer underestimate the power of God in your life. I pray that you'll continue to do the work. I pray that you'll uh, remember whose you are. And I pray that you will never, never forget that God has put everything on the inside of you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, today is a great day to be made new. I'm always, always rooting for you. Until next time.